Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. show and a good Friday to you. Mark Aram here, you there. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show ramping up to uh, Music Midtown. That's obviously the big activity going on. Tickets are a little expensive. If you don't have that kind of uh, loot cash, I suggest you head to the Atlanta Improv this weekend and see a pair of amazing comedians on stage tomorrow night, 8 and 10 p.m. Shale Patel and Steve Byrne joining me in studio on a Friday eve. How are you guys? Uh, I'm absolutely amazing, and I love the way you set that up. If you, here's here's what you can afford this weekend, Steve Byrne. Thank you very much. That is a ringing endorsement. Well, I know I know you just flew in from L.A. and you probably you've, you probably never even heard of Music Midtown. Uh, um, I heard of it last night because I asked how how it's going this weekend. They said, "Well, there's a big music festival yeah. this weekend." I mean, weekend, you're only so, up yeah. against Elton John and Drake, and yeah, it's it's a pretty big deal. So, well, I think my name is synonymous with those. Yeah, absolutely. As well. Yeah, anytime people bring up Drake, it's like, well, we got to talk about Burn. Burn's in town. The Burnado. Uh, but but again, the tickets are like legitimately pricey. Like, how, how much are they? I think it's 150 a night. Oh really? Yeah, I might be wrong on that. The VIP tickets are like a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad how expensive they are. Yeah. yeah, are you from Atlanta? I'm from Atlanta, so you know about. Oh yeah, I know. Town. I um, my girlfriend goes like every year, mm-hmm. so she uh, she usually she usually forks out that money. I Ish, let me ask you a question. I'll so you're performing on stage tomorrow night. Will your girlfriend be at Music Midtown, or will she be seeing you at the Improv? I actually won't be at the improv this week. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're just here to hang out. Yeah. You're the uh, security. Uh, yeah, I'm Steve's security. Excellent. Even though he's bigger than me. Um <laughs> <laughs> But you're shady. You're shifty. You, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm quick on my feet. That's one thing. Um, I don't know how old you guys are. I'm 41, and when I was, you know, in that age where people got in fights, that right. ridiculously dumb age, you know, 18 to 21 or whatever. I'm still you, in that age. Yeah. So 21. back in my day, you could pretty much size up. All right, that guy's gonna kick my ass, or I'll kick that guy's ass. Not that I'm a fighter, obviously, but you you pretty much knew. But this whole MMA thing. Like there could be a guy that's five foot two, one hundred and ten pounds, but he knows MMA, and yeah. he'll kill you. I would hate to be your age right now, and mm-hmm. and having to deal with <laughs> MMA folks. They're nuts. Yeah, I'll I'll just hurt you with my words. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll pull the Gandhi card. I'll wa- <laughs> and uh, I'll fast for a couple of days and see how you can handle that. That works in a bar fight. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna eat punch me. I'm not gonna eat. Well, for I'm 41, so I agree with you. I mean, you don't know. You could say something to a kid that looks unassuming, and then yeah. you're in an arm bar. Exactly. Because when we were growing up, just you'd square up exactly. and you just hope for the best in the two minutes that you got. 
But I think especially nowadays, now that I'm older too, I think if you're in your 20s, and I remember being on the other side of the fence, but now that I'm older, I think about it differently. If you're in your 20s and you think you're going to fight a guy in his mid-30s or older and be like, oh, this guy's old. Exactly. Don't fight that dude because <laughs> you're in a bar to meet girls and he's in a bar because he's angry. Exactly right. He's drinking because life didn't work out the way he thought it would. So if you're 20 and you find yourself on the bottom floor of a bar just getting your face pounded in by some older guy, don't take it personally. He's not that older guy is mad that you are getting the women. No, I think the older guy's mad because of 401k, retirement, <laughs> college tuition. He's got a lot of, a lot of yeah, stuff Yeah, he's on punching his, his boss's face, not yours. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Uh, Steve Byrne and Shale, uh, Shale Patel in studio. Steve at the at the uh, improv this weekend. Shale will be at Music Midtown not watching you, Steve. Um, you, you have uh, kind of blown up recently with this TBS show, uh, Sullivan and Son. Tell me about that. The one that just got canceled? Did it yeah, really? Yeah, it's been pretty... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've I been, didn't get the word. No, so we, we were on the air for three years, and then, you know, a new regime comes in, mm-hmm. and things change, and we were um, a part of that change in terms of not being back. But at the end of the day, I have no no qualms, no negative feelings at all. You know, it was just a complete blessing. I, I loved every second of it. And people always think, you know... When you get three seasons on the air, you must be killing it. Mm-hmm. You're raking in the money. You created the show, all this stuff that goes along with it. But uh, it's so funny because we taped on the Warner Brothers lot. So it's Big Bang Theory, Two Broke Girls, Two and a Half Men, Mike and Molly. Wow. All these great shows. Yeah. So, you know, the cast gets to park at the studio. So any any one of these soundstages you go up to, any of those shows, you see Porsches, Lamborghini, Jaguars, uh-huh. Ferraris. But if you ever came to the set of Sullivan and Son, it looked like a teacher's faculty parking. <laughs> it was like a Corolla, a Kia Sorento. Yeah, just <laughs> Roy Wood Jr. would always ride his Huffy, and he'd chain it up out front and take the wheel in. That's hilarious. I'm like, dude, no one's stealing no a Huffy. Stealing and you can keep the wheel. Huffy. Uh, Steve Byrne at the uh, Improv this weekend. Two shows tonight, I'm assuming, or tomorrow night, Saturday, 8 and 10 p.m.? That's generally what they are. Yeah, I got to find out when Drake and Elton John are going up because I like to go head to head to them. So I'll find out what time their set times are. Yeah, but I, I mean, three years—that's uh, in these day and age, in this day and age, that's a decent run for a sitcom on television. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I've had friends that have had all kinds of deals. I've had friends that have been on the air in the last year or two, but uh, to to get three years, especially we were a summer show. We're on the middle of the summer, and we still did pretty good with numbers wise. So mm-hmm. it was—I uh, was definitely happy about it. All that money going to Conan at TBS, is that what happened? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't going to us. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Conan's great, and he was very supportive of our show as well. Very cool. Uh, Steve Byrne in studio, Shale Patel, uh, tomorrow night at the Improv. So you just, I'm a little confused here. So I have, like, nine different um, prejudices running through my head right now. Sure. All right, so are, are, Let's you, go through them all. are you a part Asian? Uh, I love the way you set this up, too. <laughs> I have quite a few prejudices in life. Now, i got to make this clear. Are you or are you not? Uh, yeah, I'm Korean and Irish. Okay. Interesting yeah. mix. And it's do, it, it does you well. Like, you're well, a good-looking chap. Like, I would have thought you were in their mid-20s, not my age. So. Oh, uh, well, I appreciate that. You know, I, I think Asians, Asians and blacks, you can never tell. But, like... They always say black don't crack. Like as black people, black people get older, they could be seventy. They they could look forty. You yeah. know, but Asians, it's like you look great, you look great, you look great, and then you're in your seventies, and then all of a sudden you look like a hundred and three, like your Miyagi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just <laughs> you look good. Asians all look good until like their seventies, and then they just turn to they look like Yoda. 
Every every one of them. Just there's some hair sprouting out. There's wrinkles <laughs> everywhere, and just like what happened yesterday, you were yeah seventy two, and now you look awful. Now you're one hundred and nine. <laughs> yeah. No, other, like all my prejudices come out here because all right. So you're Asian. Not that I you know I am not bigoted. I am prejudging. So yes. you are Asian. <laughs> you came in from California, yet you're wearing NHL gear. So like my mind is is totally it's blown. Yeah, what the hell's going on right here? Uh, well, I look. I grew up in Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh's on okay. A huge sports town, yeah. and the Steelers. You're just you are you're literally forced to love the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And I like football. I don't love football. I love ice hockey. I'm more of a blue collar kind of guy. And this the Penguins were is kind of this underdog team. But then Mario Lemieux gets drafted, and the whole thing cha- turns Yager, around. They become just, champions, and yeah, in Yager, yeah. and now Crosby and Malkin. It's just exciting to to be a part of. You know, the fan base that has these two iconic, like, best in the game at that time period. Because Lemieux was the best oh, when he played, and now Crosby's the best. Yeah. So uh, you've gotten pretty lucky as a franchise. Completely to have lucky, those, yeah, with the draft and Those everything. three play. I mean, I'll, I'll give Yager credit. I'll, I mean, those are three game-changing players for that organization. I mean, the guy's still playing. He's 43 years old. And he came in the yeah, league at ninety two exactly. and ninety two. I mean, it's crazy. Us. Yeah, he's older than us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you have he's to a feel for me. Athlete. So I'm from Connecticut. Grew up a Whalers fan. Oh, we God. lost our our franchise. They go to Carolina, win the cup. I exactly. moved to Atlanta, become a fr- uh, Thrashers, Thrashers fan. fan. They leave and go to freaking Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I I've talked to some of the players there. Um, they're no longer with Winnipeg, but they were not happy to move from Atlanta to Winnipeg. They were. Yeah, not I don't know. Move. It seemed like it was working for a time period here in Atlanta, and then it just, I think the, look, they didn't win. And they had a lot of great players, Kovo, sure. Chuck, and you, you got Marion Hosa, who yeah. went on to the Hawks and won some cups and was very Heatley. big. Yeah. And Andrew Ladd, he, or no, he's, he, he was with the Hawks, but but I think there, there's, you had some great, great players, but for some reason it the just problem never came was, together. And I can say this now because they are no longer the owners. The owners um, bought the Hawks and the Thrashers at the same time. At yeah. the same time, it was and like they, a package they, deal. Yeah, and yeah. they bought they bought more than they could afford, and they didn't oh. have enough money. And there was there was infighting. It was like nine owners, but one of them had the most money, and he, he broke off. So the remaining owners just didn't have cash to put into both franchises, and they chose the Hawks over the Thrashers. So the Haw- they never yeah. spent money on the Thrashers, and then wound up selling them. And Atlanta, I mean, that's the second time we've lost a franchise here. Yeah, the yeah, the Flames Thrashers. before. So we'll never see hockey again here. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. Uh, it sucks that the, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things, too, if you're going to own a team, you, you can't, you got to give all your energy, I, I believe, to one. Absolutely. You can't spread it thin, and obviously the threshold. And it's nice to have a, one owner instead of uh, a bunch of owners. That definitely helps as well. Yeah. So do you get to go to the, uh, do you go to the Kings games in L.A.? Not as often as I as I'd like, you know. I, I'm, you know, at night is when I'm going to the comedy store, the Improv in Los yeah. Angeles, and just kind of working. Basically, I'm getting away from my family. <laughs> <laughs> is your family out there? Or yeah, yeah, I got a wife and uh, I got a three and a half year old daughter who runs me ragged all day, and we got a boy due in October. So congratulations! Uh, thank you very much. Awesome. Yeah. So so please y- let me let me guess. Your wife is half Nigerian, half <laughs> Dutch. I want to see a like. An eighth baby coming out. No, this no. is not like we're not like some <laughs> ultra cool Gap ad. You know, she's uh, she's she's a chick from Minnesota. She's great. You yeah. know, very mid- midwestern girl. Right. But it's so funny because when I go home to my family, it's it it is very much like the Hurt Locker, where it's like <laughs> you know you're on the road. It's like I gotta get I gotta get off the road. I gotta go yeah. home and you spend time with your family. It's like a week. It's like 
I got to get back on the road. You know, it's just this constant battle between spending enough time with one or the other and then eventually being worn down to the point where you're like, I got to get my energy over here. So it's it's always that. The the family is like Hurt Locker. So one of my best friends is half Korean, and he married a white girl from Jersey. And so they have a daughter. I am sorry. Who is a quarter? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who's a quarter Korean? And um, tell me if this is offensive or not. No. We we all refer to as a a quad Rangoon, (laughs) as opposed to a crab Rangoon because she's a quarter Korean. Absolutely hilarious. I wish I had thought of that. No, 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 no. I, I think this day and age, this climate, especially. You know, you've obviously been doing this a while because you're setting it up as, <laughs> let me know if this offends. But <laughs> I think as a comic, there's just so little that offends me. I, you know, I worked at the Comedy Cellar f- my sur- first seven years. So, you know, Patrice O'Neill, Geraldo, Rich Voss, Jim Norton, Colin Quinn, all those guys yeah. were there. And you'd walk in with just, you know the wrong t-shirt that day and you're getting pounded for, for like <laughs> yeah, literally the exactly. three hours you're there just hanging out. So... Nothing offends me. I just I, I wish this country had more thick skin because it seems like nowadays oh, with everybody standing. having a voice yeah. in the palm of their hand that there's people almost waiting to be offended and you have so many groups that could be offended and then they, they want to make their voice heard and they sure. want to take a stance to drive attention towards their cause. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think all, as, as great it is. It's a comedian because of that, I think. I think it's tough time to, as a comedian, but definitely a tough time for anybody in entertainment because I think it's neutered some of the material you could even see on television or whatever. But that's why, like a lot of the things you see where they're taking chances is in cable. That's why I think FX, yeah. HBO, networks like that are getting rewarded because they don't really care. Sure. Can you guys hang out one more segment? Sure. Shale Patel, Steve Byrne, Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. You cannot see Shale tomorrow night at the uh, Improv. He'll be at Music Midtown with his, I'm assuming, fat white girlfriend. Am I right? <laughs> fat white Not girlfriend. To offend, I mean, if she heard this, she would she be overweight? furious. She is white, right? She is not white. Oh, all right. She is Hold not that. That's overweight. That's a good tease. I want to know about your girlfriend when we come back. Uh, Steve will be at the Improv, though. Uh, tickets available online at AtlantaImprov.com. Stick around. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, welcome back to the show. Mark Aram with you till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Join me live in studio. Shale Patel and Atlanta comedian Steve Byrne, half Korean, half Irish, Irish, Pittsburgh-born, L.A.-living comedian. Yes. I got that all right. You got it all right. I'm telling you, it's a hell of an equation, but you got, <laughs> got every right. one of the variables correct. All right, so I, I falsely assumed that Shale's girlfriend was an overnight white woman, and you said no. So w- what? what's your girlfriend? Tell us about her. Uh, she's actually an overweight black woman. So. Oh, nice. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she is a she is a athletically shaped Indian girl, and how is this an arranged thing, or did you meet? Yeah, her you know, I traded um, a couple cows for her. So <laughs> nice her dowry. Yeah, I showed up and I was like, "Hey, here's half my farm. Can I have your daughter?" And, and it worked uh, out. It worked out. Well, my buddy Sanjay was on the show last night. He comes in and does a segment. Um, his his wife now ex wife is smoking hot, and yeah. I just always introduce them as an arranged couple, yeah. which they weren't. Yeah, we're not <laughs> we're not either. But no. um, but how do you like how do you meet someone in, in inside your cultural group like that? Is it 
like a uh, social club? Well, or? I met her actually in college, so I'm still nice. in college. So like, I oh, met, yeah. you're really young. Yeah, I'm 21. Jeez Louise! Yeah, like I turned you're 21. You're young like, to be listening to the show, let alone be on it. Uh, well, <laughs> too late now. <laughs> All right, so um, how can we follow you guys on uh, social media? Uh, websites what do we got cooking uh, cool so my instagram is the one i use the most instagram and twitter uh my instagram is at the real patel and my twitter is at shell comedy the real patel the real patel yeah i, I got it that's I, probably worth millions of dollars uh, apparently i've like had three people try to steal my no name doubt, no yeah. doubt uh steve what about you where can we find you buddy uh, i'm always on craigslist around, <laughs> i'd say four in the morning is when you can catch me that's the magic hour just search um, the steve no, everything's Steve Byrne Live. Everything right. is Steve Byrne B-Y-R-N-E. But the most important thing is that I am in a strip mall this weekend on the second floor performing at the Improv. Yeah. And life cannot get any better. Absolutely. Up against Music Midtown. Up against Music Midtown, yes. <laughs> Best of luck to both of you. All right, uh, thanks for coming in, guys. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard from Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather, a traffic riddler, or breaking news. Breaking news immediately accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. This is WSB Radio Health Reporter Sabrina Cupid, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. The CDC confirms he does not have Ebola. The Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday. Uh, Scotland voting no on uh, secession from the United Kingdom. I guess that's the result. I, I don't know what that means. Did they, should they Neither be? Do I. Should, I mean, uh, my knowledge of that comes from William Wallace and uh, the Mel Gibson classic Braveheart. That's, they want freedom. <laughs> yeah. They wanted freedom, you know, 600 then, years right, ago. Right. So they're going to stick with the UK. I don't know what that means. We'll break it down tomorrow, though, on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. We were talking about prejudging prejudices. We all have them. Don't lie. Um, but I don't want to talk about the big ones, the racial, the religious, the ethnic prejudices, the little things. Like, I, a lot of people judge Chuck for having low testosterone. And being mute tonight. By the way, we did a story on that. Apparently, uh, yeah, we did a story on low testosterone on Tuesday in Atlanta's Morning News. And apparently the FDA is looking into these companies that are, are targeting people like Chuck with the low T medicine. And they're saying it, it might not be a legit thing. Oh, it's not even working or like low T is not a I don't, legit I don't thing. remember what the story mm. was. Well, you Chuck got hope there, Chuck. You got hope. I love that he can't talk. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, buddy. Yeah. Didn't hear a word you said. Yeah, I can't hear you. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, Brandon's in Lilburn. Brandon, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? What's up, Brandon? Oh, nothing much. Just doing good. What do you think about prejudices? What do you have? So I've got 
I've got two big things. Okay, the first thing is handshakes. I'm a big business guy, so if somebody gives me a really weak, clammy, sweaty palm handshake... The limp noodle. Yeah. You know, I just can't take the guy seriously. Okay, understood. So, it's you know, it's just a, a complete turn-off right then. Understood. You you want the a firm, you know, masculine shake. You don't want the limp noodle. Yeah, let's do business. Let's get this done. Yeah, I got it. Now, if someone gives you the limp noodle, let's say you're in a business meeting. What do you do for a living, Brandon? I'm in online marketing. All right, so you're going to try to sell Chuck some online marketing, mm -hmm. and Chuck gives you the the limp noodle handshake at the beginning of your meeting. Um, do you do you automatically assume, all right, I can get the upper hand on this guy? He's weak. He's you know I can push this guy around the table. Yeah, you know, and I just think, well, you know, I probably don't know if I can take this guy seriously. But I would think that would you as a business dude, you'd be like, all right, I I can own this guy. <laughs> like maybe that's just the poker player in me. But if I sense weakness in a, in a poker player, I look to exploit it. I would imagine that in the business world, you would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I like the way you think, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Not being in the business world, never having a real, quote, job. I don't know if that's true or not. But I would imagine, you know, if you're a shark, like a business guy. Right. Like one of the suits, like one of the sales guys here at WSB. If you're going in to sell to Longoria's lawn service and... Longori gives you a wet noodle handshake. The sales guy's gonna be like, "Oh, I, I own this guy. I got this one. Yeah, I got this one in the bag." Mm -hmm. uh, Dan's in Walnut Grove. Danny, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Mark. My pleasure, sir. All right, I got a couple of them. If someone has, uh, they're not wearing a belt, but they've got their shirt tucked in. No belt with the shirt tucked in. I I am a pro belt guy all the way. By the way. Yeah, it it it's like they just can't put their out, their whole outfit together. They're yeah. so close. Like the Trivago guy, not <laughs> yeah, wearing a belt. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, how do you not wear? Do you, Chuck, do you wear a belt? Just nod. Do you wear a belt long? Yeah, I wear a belt. I I if I back in the day before um, Ashley started doing traffic with me in the morning, it used to be Doug, and on occasion I would forget my belt. And I'd make Doug Turnbull give me his belt. I'm like, <laughs> give me your belt. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, because I can't, I can't walk around without a belt. I feel naked. So give me. I used to make him give me his belt, which is probably not cool. But I was like, I don't care. Give me your yeah, belt. Yeah, I gotta cool. wear a belt. You bully. Yeah, I bullied him into giving my belt. <laughs> yeah, that's a. I'm with you, Dan. Although I'm not usually looking at dudes' waists to check them out if they have a belt on or not, but. I you know it's just it's just something that points out real yeah. big. You if know. they tuck their shirt in and there's no belt, yeah, that does that yeah, does that, stand yeah. out. Absolutely. And my other one is the uh, the cleanliness of someone's car. Oh, I feel that test. Oh yeah, me too. My my car is a freaking nightmare. Don't yeah, think I, I don't think less out. of me, Dan. Don't think less of me. <laughs> I work in fast food, so I, I see a whole. Oh, bunch you see of it all. Things. Well, that's what's usually in my car that makes it messy is fast food uh, items. Yeah, like I I work at Chick Fil A, and there's people you know coming in. And it's just all over. Yeah. Man. Oh, you get a good view of that. Oh yeah. It's yeah. I think you should start a, an Instagram account and just take pictures of people's dirty cars from the fast food window. Oh yeah. That would be a that would be a huge hit right there. Yeah. Well, or or when they or when they come through and they're already eating, but they're ordering <laughs> more food. Shut up! Really? Oh yeah. I've never even done that before. Oh it, oh it happened at least. Ten times in a couple hours today at work. That's um, people are eating while they pull up to the fast food window to get food. Yes, that's hilarious. I've I'm <laughs> I'm as big a fast food junkie as there is. I've never done that. I've never 
been eating a burger while pulling up to Chick Fil A to order a chicken sandwich. That's yeah, and I, I'm I'm prejudging them a little bit. Yeah, no, I no doubt prejudge away. Thanks for the call, Dan. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon, and I'm here for the take-in. And I know you like to think your French fries don't stink, but lean a little bit closer, sugar. French fries really smell like foo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. Mark Aram, I got a traffic alert for you. Go. 75 southbound is littered with dead pirates all the way back to Tampa Bay, baby. Oh, man. what a what a, Is that game over yet, by the way? Yeah, it's over. I just ended. 56-14, was that the final? Go Falcons. Yeah. That looked like a preseason game. That was uh, disgusting. A disgusting performance by the Bucks. but go Falcons, yeah. Conference wins, always big. That's it, man. Got to win in, in the conference, as you as you very well know, Johnny. Yeah. So, Little Caesars has transposed themselves into fast food. I, they're no longer just a pizza place, Mark. I think we have to put them on the map. As a fast food. You don't have to order ahead of time. You can go right up to Little Caesars, walk in, and get yourself a pizza. Hot and ready, I believe they call it, correct? Hot and ready. And not only have they got your hot and ready, they've got one of the coolest um, gimmick pizzas that I've seen in a while. And it's a pretzel crust pizza. Oh, I saw the commercial for that. Yeah, so we've got pretzel buns. They've been around for about six months. Everybody went through the pretzel bun craze. I think Little Caesars is a little late to the party, but they're going to say, hey, Let's do pretzel crust, and it's pretty good. So you get the pretzel crust, and for the sauce, it's nacho cheese sauce, one of my favorite substances on the face of the earth. So instead of a a traditional pizza sauce, there's a nacho cheese sauce on the pizza. Yes. I'm on board. It's a dream come true. I'll tell you what. The the folks, the stuffed crust folks at, uh, at Pizza Hut, Someone got fired for not coming up with the pizza, the pretzel crust before Little Caesars. Someone lost You're their right. job for that. There's an 8 a.m. Co- conference call in the morning where all the brain trust over there is going, why didn't we think of that? Yeah. We had all these other roll-up stuffed crust things. We didn't come up with pretzel. Or maybe they didn't have the right chefs in the kitchen. Who knows? Pizza Hut is, the, you know, they're the king of screwing around with the crusts. And the fact that no one in the brain trust at Pizza Hut came up with the pet pretzel crust yeah, definitely someone got fired there. Come on, Pizza Hut lab technicians. <laughs> get back in the kitchen and get that pretzel dough going. I don't even know how you make pretzel dough. I don't I know. The same way you make any other kind of dough. Yeah, what that is, I worked in a bakery, but we didn't make pretzels, so I don't know what kind of pretzel dough that is, but it's a different type of dough. But, all right, so I saw the commercial, pretzel dough, nacho cheese sauce, and what else comes on this puppy? Whatever you want. I mean, pepperoni's good. They got some kind of four cheese sprinkling that they put over top of it too so, so there's you know the agiago parmesan the non-melty cheeses so there's there's nacho cheese sauce and then a regular cheese on top uh well it's it's the it's the parmesanish cheese it's not like a layer of mozzarella oh okay it's if not you a want mo- it you can get that but yeah. it's, it's like nacho cheese toppings and then that you know, it's it's essentially Parmesan cheese, but it's four other cheeses that taste just like Parmesan. Is the pretzel crust available on the hot and ready's? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you can walk right in there and get it. That's why Johnny Kobasa is reviewing it. 
Longoria, do you... Uh, go back to review. <laughs> it's a fast food review. Longoria, do you live near uh, Little Caesars? Um, not, yeah, there's yeah, on there the is one. There. I think Monday you might have to bring us in a uh, pretzel crust pizza. Can you do that? I can look at it. I don't think there's any near me. When I was a kid growing up in the uh, metropolis of Torrington, Connecticut, um, the Little go Caesars better. was catty corner to the movie theater. So in the Bradley Shopping Center. No, no, not Bradley's. The Star, no, 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 Kmart, the Kmart Shopping Center. You had Kmart, you had China Star, which was a good Chinese joint. You had the McDonald's, and then across the street was the movie theater and a Little Caesars. So that was, the, you know, that's where you spent Friday and Saturday nights, was in that, you know, 14-acre complex right there. And there was nothing better as a kid than Little Caesars breadsticks with the drizzled butter and the Parmesan on them. We would go there. We would never order a pizza from Little Caesars. We would just get boxes of breadsticks. Those were legit. They uh, they still have those, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. They're probably not as good as I remember them in 1986. But Probably not. No. But from that, from those humble beginnings, Johnny, to a pretzel crust uh, nacho cheese pizza, amazing. And ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't have enough fun on Mark Aram's Howl Mill Road <laughs> fast food history tour, come on up to Torrington, Connecticut for a special road trip. Of the historical fast food items at Torrington. Yeah, we had the uh, the McDonald's was in walking distance of my elementary school, but it went out of business and they turned it into a bank. Wow! But it still looks like a McDonald's. That. Like you're going to a bank that looks like a McDonald's. You know, I wouldn't trust my money with that place. Torrington, yeah, Torrington Diamond Savings. You're, you're in a McDonald's. We can tell it's a McDonald's. They kept the drive-through and everything. Like that's that bank used to be a McDonald's. You you could never have been to Torrington before, and you walk up to that bank, and you're like, "Oh, that's a McDonald's. That was a McDonald's right there." That's hilarious. I wish there was pictures. Yeah, we had a the Taco Bell when that first came. I know when the, the Taco Bell first came to Wellington was big, and the new Burger King. I've been calling the the Burger King in Wellington new for 15 years now. Well, just like it's the new 95.5 or whatever. Yeah, news. No, news like 95.5. Yeah. All right. Uh, so apparently, a caller said uh, today. National Double Cheeseburger Day, Johnny. Two for one cheeseburgers at uh, Hardee's, but sadly the uh, Howell Mill Hardee's is no longer with us, so I didn't get to. It's a shame what's going on over there. I or I don't know, is the future bright for Howell Mill Road, or has it lost its luster? No, it's there. there it's booming. I mean, there's construction everywhere. It's going to be a, an absolute mess traffic-wise, um, but a lot of food options there. A lot of food options. Good to know. I, I'm yeah. sure everybody's at home with their maps of the city just writing this stuff down. <laughs> All right, so here's so what we're going to do. You can score at home. On Monday, Longoria's going to bring us in the pretzel cust uh, nacho cheese pizza. We'll try it on Monday. You'll be back with a review of something else, and uh, we'll share notes on the uh, pretzel, cust, uh, pretzel crust hot and ready from Little Caesars. How about that, John? Can't wait. All right, Johnny, we appreciate you as always, and... It's the club through all time, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilbach. Johnny K, always appreciate you, bruh. One segment to go. Gary is up next, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Final segment of the show. They're celebrating in Scotland or not? I can't tell. I really don't know what the hell's going on. But they're not leaving uh, the United Kingdom. What, what compromises the United Kingdom? Come on in, Chuck. You can come in. Yeah, and like, <laughs> he doesn't need to take any more calls. Scotland, right? Ireland, and England. Yeah, that's so Ireland is, is part of England? 
Is that the deal? Yeah, they're the United Kingdom. Yeah, Ireland, Scotland, and England. They should be separate. Why wouldn't they be separate? I don't know. They don't have enough natural. Re- I don't. I don't think economically they they, they would can't, do it's very not viable. well. Yeah, I don't think they do very well. Be like if uh, Delaware seceded from the. Yeah, could, or New survive. Hampshire or something. Yeah, live free or die, New Hampshire. That's all right, true. So they're staying. They're yeah, gonna, they are. Right. They're going to stay. All right. Breaking news on the Mark Aram show. But it's hard to tell because they're all drunks over there. So yes. it's hard to tell if they're <laughs> celebrating or they're pissed off because they're drunk either way. We should go over there. I would Ooh, love to go be over. Fun. Yeah, Scotland. We could do the show from Scotland. A little William Wallace action. When they let Longoria in. There's the five I was going to take the ballet. <laughs> they might not let me no, in. No, Longoria's, he's on the do not fly <laughs> list. Yeah, yeah, fly yeah. List. Hey, stay here. You're not going to screen any more calls. Gary, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Gary. Hey, how you doing? What up, buddy? Uh, I'm uh, kind of prejudiced towards uh, full face tattoos. Facial tattoos. Yes. Yeah. But someone said on Twitter, um, a lot of people do this because they want to be prejudged. I imagine if you get a face tattoo, you want people to judge what you are, right? I mean, that's part of the deal. Well, they give you that look. Uh, if you have your whole face tattooed, and of course people want to look, and then you look at you look back like you have a problem with it, yeah. why would you have your whole face tattooed? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't have tattoos. It's against my religion. And I, but I don't. Even if it wasn't, I don't think I would get one. Um, I just I don't know. There's there would be nothing yet in my life that I'm like I want this on my body the rest of my life. Well, I don't I don't judge people that have them. I think I would judge a, a face tattoo though, perhaps. And I'm I'm speaking specifically of the whole face where you can't see anything. The whole face, yeah. yeah. Not just you know a little teardrop like a prison tat teardrop. Tyson's tattoo. Tyson's tattoo. That's, that's, that's bad enough, but the whole face. The whole face, yeah. What, you know, thanks for the call, Gary. What I've noticed a lot, and I saw this in Tahoe when I was out there, um, the full arm. The sleeves. The sleeves has really become like the the hip-hopping thing right now. I saw chicks yes. with full sleeves. I know one super hot one. She's a singer back home. I mean, she's smoked, and she's got a full And it's so, yeah. it just, when you finally realize she has a sleeve, it's like, Whoa! It's just weird. My dude, it's, my my dude, my buddy went to the bunny ranch. <laughs> my dude, and he picked he picked a girl at the bunny ranch, and she had a, a white robe on, whatever. Yeah, and he's like, oh, she's cute. I'll take her. And they went into the uh, into the back, and she was fully tattooed. Whoa! And he's like, whoa! I didn't, you know, I'm not paying for this. Right? <laughs> you, know, you can go back. Uh, yeah. He, no, he didn't. He, he I want stayed. someone unsullied. But he was he was like, you have prison tats. What am I? What are you doing? <laughs> and she she hit him. But uh, yeah, she hit him. <laughs> she hit, she, no, she didn't hit him. Oh, oh. She hid them. Oh, hid them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got your prison tats right here. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Mark Aram M A R K A R U M on Facebook Mark Aram W S B Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.